Hello and welcome to another episode of The Job Pod with Youth Employment Services. My name is Maury Morrison and I'm an employment facilitator with Youth Employment Services. Hello, my name is Alexander Ferrer and I am the Education Coordinator at Youth Employment Services. And today on The Job Pod, we're going to be talking about preparing for a new job. So this is a little bit different. Most of the episodes we do talk about how to prep for a job interview or like how to get a job but today we're starting at the step of the job offer so you've already gone through applying for the job interviewing for the job and now they've offered you the job so very first off alexander is going to start us off with step one which is how to accept a job so tell us more about that so you had the interview you did great the employer says you got the job What is the next thing you can expect? Well, the next thing you can expect is an email or written letter saying that you got the job. And this is your official job offer. What you can do from then is you can call the employer or email the employer however they expect, how they want you to proceed and say that you accept the job. If you currently have a job when receiving this job offer. It's important to give a two weeks notice on your current job. Make sure that you finish everything that you have to do on the job that you currently have before you start the next. And if you're going to school, make sure that all the hours are lined up with your job. So you don't have any conflict of interest with your new job that you have. During this step two is when you're going to start doing things like negotiating. So for some jobs, mostly what you hear about is negotiating salary. That's the, that's the big one. For a lot of entry-level positions, especially ones that really young people are going into, first jobs or maybe a second job, a lot of those you're not necessarily going to have a negotiation for the salary as part of the interview process. And so there are some other things that you can negotiate on, and the step when you would do that is at the point when you've been offered the job before you have signed that letter of offer um, or before you have verbally accepted the job. So let's say someone calls you up, they're offering you the job. You can say, you know what, I'm really excited about this. Can you give me some more details about it? Can you give me uh, some idea of what I will be paid? And at that point, maybe they'll indicate whether or not there is some room to negotiate. If they indicate there is not room to negotiate there, there are some other things that you can ask about and negotiate if it's something that you are wanting to do. So some of those things could be like what shifts you're going to be working if it's a shift job. Maybe there's something that would work better for you. And at that point, they might say, you know what, that's not up for negotiation until after probation. But that way you get to ask about it and find out, is there wiggle room on this? Is there room for me to make this job exactly what I want it to be? Another thing you can ask about is vacation time or the vacation rate you'll be paid out depending on whether it's a part-time job that just pays out or whether you accrue it and get to take it off later. So it's not just salary negotiations that are there. There's other things to think about too, uh, with the big ones being kind of the hours you work and vacation time or other maybe job perks depending on the job, such as a discount if it's a sales job or use of services if it's a job that offers certain services. So those are the different things that you can think about that aren't the most obvious salary piece. In addition to that, you are starting this new job and chances are you don't know everything about the job. So it's important to ask your employer, your new employer, about prep material. And what do I mean by this? I mean, let's say that you're working for a restaurant, maybe 
Maybe you could ask for a menu so you can memorize it or maybe an employee handbook to memorize. Basically, this is your chance to take initiative. You want to show the employer that you want to learn about this new company. This is your new job. You don't know anything about it. And maybe this might be your first job. This will give you the opportunity to learn about the company before you even go in for your first day. So it's really important to just really think about what are some things I can learn before I can go in. I remember a lot of times it's my first day on the job or the days leading up to my first day. And I would ask the employer, can I have the handbook? Can I, are there some materials I can learn before I can come in? And usually they say yes, and they give me those materials. This is your time to give your first good impression for an employer to show who you are. And we're gonna get into more detail about that a little later about showing good first impression in the coming weeks, months of the job. And one kind of last thing to do during that acceptance or negotiation process is finalizing your start date. So like Alexander was talking about before, you want to make sure that you, if you have a current job that you're leaving, that you give that two weeks notice, you make sure you can wrap everything up. Um, so you want to make sure that you find a job that works both for you and for your new employer. Can you realistically start that day? Is that when they want you to start? And just finding that sweet spot between is really, really important. And just making sure that there are no potential issues with your calendar on that first day. Because the last thing you want to do is have to call on your first day and say, oh, I totally forgot I'm double booked today. Because that is not a good first impression. So it's all about finding that timing and just making sure you're really on top of that. And then also ensuring you know what you have to bring with you and knowing that you'll be able to have that ready in time for that first day. Like I've been in situations where I've been offered jobs where I wasn't currently working, so I didn't have to factor in that two weeks, but they said, can you start you know, tomorrow or can you start Friday? And I had to make sure that I would be able to go to my bank to get a void check ahead of time. And now, you know, you can just usually get that online, but some banks do actually require you to go in person to get that. So you have to make sure that you are able to do all those pre-work errands to prepare for that first day before you finalize that start date. So at that point, you can also ask, what do I need to bring with me? My social insurance number is a really common one for filling out paperwork. Avoid check if you have a workplace that's going to be doing direct deposit. Sometimes they ask for other things. Sometimes they'll ask for an extra copy of your resume or some other documents that you might need to bring, depending on the kind of job it is. You might need to bring a copy of your driver's abstract if it's a job where you'll be driving a car. So you'd have to go to the auto insurance place to get that, right? Maybe it's a job that requires you to prove your education, so you have to get your high school transcript. That might take a few days. So just think about all of those pieces when you're finalizing that start date and make sure you have a list of everything the employer wants from you so you can make sure that you're gonna be able to have that on the first day. It's not just about that two week notice, it's about making sure, do I have enough time to be ready for my first day? Another thing to think about is employer expectations. There will be different employer expectations depending on the job, but there are some common ones like punctuality, communication, accountability. Maybe they want you to be a, a caring type of person, a reliable person, loyal, committed, open-minded. Try to think about those things before you go into your first day of work, or maybe with, with the conversation you're having with your employer when you're asking about, you know, negotiating, sal uh, negotiating hours and vacation time, you can ask, 
what are some things that you expect for me as an employee? What are some things you expect me of in the first weeks of my job? It's just something to think about in the back of your mind. You always want to be as professional as possible, especially on your first days in the job, on your first weeks, on your first months of the job. Of course, you want to be professional all the time, but especially then, like I was saying, this is their first impression of you as an employee. What will they think about you? Try to think about those expectations. And part of that too is kind of something that Alexander was getting at earlier, but like you can definitely ask for a list of duties and responsibilities if that wasn't part of the job posting or if say the job posting has been taken down, you don't have access to it anymore. You can ask for that and that's going to be a pretty clear understanding of what those expectations are for the hard and soft skills they're looking for in you and why they're hiring you. On the flip side of that, there's also going to be kind of hopes and fears coming from you, the employee in this situation. Our advice on that is to flip your fear. So taking your fear, acknowledging it, right? Give it that space, but then also say, okay, what's the flip side of that? So some really common ones are like, what if my new coworkers don't like me? Like, whoa, that is scary. I've definitely had that fear before. But then the flip side of that is I'm having this opportunity to meet all these new people who might turn out to be friends. They might turn out to be professional connections or both, right? Like that's a great opportunity to expand your network both personally and professionally is entering a new team. So in recent years, that's something where, of course, I'm going to have that fear of what if people don't like me? You know, that's a really common one and that's okay. But Also take that time to say, okay, what's the flip side of that? Another common one is, what if I'm not going to know how to do the job? Or what if I'm not going to be able to learn it fast enough? This is an opportunity for you to learn new skills and to stretch your comfort zone, right? So just I encourage people when they've been offered a new job to take that time to write down your fears, right? Being able to name them can be really helpful. But then also go a step above, take that time to flip your fears and say, okay, what's the other side of this thing that I'm afraid of? What's the positive side of it? So that you can be able to understand and focus on both so that you have things to be excited about and not just things to be scared about. And that'll help you go in really confidently and positively on your first day. So talking about these months and weeks that you're learning new things, This is what is commonly known as a probation period. This is the time when your employer is just trying to get to know you and you're trying to figure out yourself, is this a good place for me? Is this a good company for me to work in? And this is the time when you could quit anytime you want. Let's say it's not the organization that you really want. Well, then you could talk to your employer and say, this is not what I expected. You could talk about what your expectations are. On the flip side, an employer could potentially fire you for any reason. So with that said, what I'm saying, what I've been saying the whole time, this podcast right now, is that you're supposed to keep that professionalism very high. Now, how can you do that? For starters, make sure you come into work on time every single day. Don't come up with excuses. And there's all sorts of excuses that people might think are acceptable, but they're not. And I'll give you some examples. For instance, let's say you're sick in bed with the flu. Well, maybe sometimes it's okay to tell your supervisor, I can't come in today. That's understandable. But you should also know that some people have certain sick time. There's only a certain allotment of sick time. So let's say you've been sick for 10 days in a row. Well, that's not acceptable for an employer. So try to think of a way around that. Also, let's say out of the blue that you have a doctor's appointment. 
Well, make sure you tell your employer in advance that you're having an appointment. It's an appointment. It's not spontaneous. Make sure you talk to your employer about all of these things when it comes to being late. Let's say maybe your dad needs help one day. You can't just say to your boss, oh, hey, I can't come in today because my dad needs help. Well, that's not acceptable. You have to try to think about, to talk to your employer about it in advance and maybe starting on the first day, make sure that it's a right day, that it's going to be a good day. But as time goes on, after your probation period, your employer will get to know you. And then this is a time when maybe your employer might be more lenient on you. But in the meantime, it's so important to be on work every single day. You want to go to work every single day if you can. Let's say that your car breaks down. Well, it's a good thing that we have the bus system. You want to be at work every single day. Just like I said before about taking initiative, this is what it's all about. Your car breaks down and you're still going to work? That's awesome. That's great. You really want to show your employer, I want to be here. Plus, it'll give you a lot of confidence, too, that you want to be there. And to end off this episode, the last thing we want to talk about is the first day checklist. So some of this is going to be kind of review from previously in this episode, but some of it's going to be new. So one of the things that we talk about all the time for job interviews is clothes, right? Like, are your clothes acceptable? Are they relevant to the industry that you're interviewing in? So one of the questions that you want to ask before your first day is, do you have a dress code, right? find out like are piercings acceptable I worked at a job where you could only have two piercings per ear and luckily that's exactly how many I have but I knew okay I can't get more or if I do I can't have an earring in them right are you allowed to have visible tattoos is it business casual is it casual casual right so finding that out and making sure that you do that one thing I actually forgot to ask when I got hired at Yes was about the dress code. Luckily, our boss told me, (laughs) which is good because the dress code was like, blue jeans are only on Fridays, right? We're a business casual office. And it's a great thing that that was told to me because that's the first time I've worked in an office that had that rule, even though it's a really common rule, right? Casual Fridays. But I wouldn't have thought that off the top of my head. So I'm glad that I was told because I might have showed up wearing dark wash jeans one day, not knowing that I wasn't supposed to. So always ask about the dress code. Make sure that you have clothes specifically for it. My very first job was at a fast food restaurant. We were supposed to wear black slacks. I definitely had to go to the thrift store the night before my first shift so I could find some because I didn't have any in my closet when I was 16. Some other things to think about are food. Are you working a full day? Are you going to have a lunch break? Make sure that you have food so that you're not hungry. Make sure that you're not having to like halfway through the shift leave the premises to go get food and like run the risk of going over your allotted lunch break. Another thing to think about is your transportation. So like Alexander was saying, like don't you know, be in a position where you can't get to work because your transportation didn't work out the way you thought it would. So look at where it is. Find out how to bus there. How long would it take to walk there? What are your alternatives if the bus is running late? Do you want to take an earlier one? Especially for your first day, but generally you should be aiming to show up 10 to 15 minutes early. Same as a job interview, because it's not that you want to start your shift and get there right at the time your shift starts. You wanna be there with enough time, especially in the winter, to take off your gear and settle in, maybe change if it's a job that you need to get changed for, things like that. So you always wanna aim to be at work early. Another thing to think about is the timing. So like Alexander has said many times, just make sure there's no other conflicting things in your schedule, right? Maybe it's childcare, 
and you're supposed to work till 5 p.m. but daycare only goes until 4.30. Make sure you sort that out ahead of time. Ask about the orientation process and make sure you're ready. So that's coming back to some of those things I said before about like if you are expected to bring your social insurance number and avoid check or if you're expected to spend the whole first day doing orientation, maybe in a group or maybe alone, maybe there's videos, who knows? Ask about that ahead of time so that you have a heads up. And the last thing on the first day checklist is stay positive. Use that technique to flip your fears. Map out what expectations the employer has for you and be ready to meet those. Show that initiative and just kill it. That's my advice. Today, we talked about preparing for a new job. We talked about the process of accepting the job, how to negotiate and what to negotiate on your job, asking for any prep material, finalizing your start date, employer expectations, employee hopes and fears, probation period, and the first day checklist. Thank you so much for listening. If you need any help with finding a job, making a resume, or anything employment related, please go to our website, yesmb.ca, where you can contact one of our employment facilitators and book an appointment. Thank you so much for listening to The Job Pod with Youth Employment Services. 